Yeah. Just do it. I feel you know what I'm saying? It's just definitely. rhythm repetition. Just do it. I heard that. Just fucking do it. Yeah, man. You do that. The, the, how much were you trying to get? I think I just did 40. Gotcha. Uh, thinking about competition, you know what I mean? It kind of brings the problem nature out of all of us. Like, mm-hmm. think about it, you know, like everything is so easygoing until there's a fucking competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to best you in some way, you know what I mean? And that's like just what fucking dudes do. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoy, like, there's no competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I make it a competition because, first of all, I get real excited about it, you know, and then my coworkers, they're like, this motherfucker's coming after me. (laughs) This motherfucker's coming after me. (laughs) So, (laughs) let me buckle up because he's going to get me if I don't, you know? Oh, they feel that. Yeah, well, I'm a. I know a lot of dudes that I ever work with or, you know, uh, have these little friendly competitions with. Uh, you need change? Got your change. You got a $10 bill somewhere? I really want that 50 though. You just want another 10 Another gram? Oh, I do actually have a 10 I really like that 50 <laughs> You want another 10 What? All right, you want another 10 or you getting a, or you want the 10, 10 change? Uh, yeah, just don't want Another 10? Who cares? Gotcha. <laughs> Heard that. I love them fitties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love them fitties. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but, I, was, I was thinking in the car, I was like, this motherfucker's about to get my 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll overgive it to you. You know, 1.3 right oh, there. Oh, right on, man. There we go. There we go. There we go. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I love them fitties. <laughs> yeah, dude, but... uh. Like, I see uh, a lot of potential in a lot of people, too, you know, and the only way to get that shit to come out, you know, is to bring it out, you know? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it it seems like the competitions that I ever do or, like, the small things, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I knew that if Jose can do it, I can do it, too. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think I'm top shit or nothing like that. It's just like, if I'm doing it, I'm sure you can do it, too. Yeah. Same thing. Right. About to hit this. What's it called? He called it the Dundon or Stundon? Stundon Blast. Stundon Blast. That boy looks scary standing up. Stundon Blast. Stundon Blast. Stundon Blast. Have you ever heard uh, I'd Love to Change the World by 10 Years After? What? Wait, no. Wait, what is this? Is this a title for something? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a song. Um, you remember Talmish that worked? Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, put me on to it. And uh, I went and listened to it, dude. I've been having it on repeat, man. I think you, I think you'll really appreciate it. Right. Like, the lyricism in it that yeah. goes on with the uh, the guitar, fucking guitar, dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Everything just so well blended together. Who is it? Uh, the ten years after. That's that's the name of of them. Ten years after. They that came out. I didn't even look what year, but I'm gonna guess the seventies. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it's fucking amazing. Ten years after? Yeah. Ben? Name of Ben? Yep. Uh, oh, Change the world, though. Yeah. It's a good one. in Glass. It's a really good guitar solo on there, too. Yeah? Kick-ass. I like, like, this song is like, I'd play this song, if, this would be like a song, if, like at my funeral, if they're like, which one track? That kind of epic. Yeah, that's. that's I that's close that's my eyes. You know that one, like from old school. Only thing, only thing. <laughs> I'm my boy, boy. That's a that's a that's a dark ass song. Right? Yeah. That's in the wind. I mean, it's truthful, but. All right. Battle root. Yes, thirsty. You want some jello shots? I got new jello shots. I got some new jello shots. They're pineapple with Tullamore Dew. Uh, I got some oh, water. Yeah. You got some, you got some like, water? Yeah, I'll, water. I'll, take, I'll take some H2O. Yeah, some water and a jello shot. Yeah. yeah. I'll dehydrate then rehydrate. That's how that works. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you say you thirsty, you want jello shot? Ah, dude. Holy look, look. Yeah, he's, he's, what the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah. I didn't know there was an attachment. Oh, there. yeah. So, you can do hookah with this thing, too. Really?
ass is trying to crawl out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <coughs> <coughs> I'm gonna get nice and milky white for you. Fucking same as sack. Yeah. Dude, that don't have like proper cupage. Oh, oh my god. There you go. Oh, this is beautiful. I have one cup. A mule cup. That's me. Like, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> after my coffee. <laughs> I fucking, that's my French breath. Fucking, I had no 50 today, and I fucking start off and get some 50. I fucking love this shit. You're not done. I love 50. You gotta clear this thing out. Don't be a bitch. Exactly. Yep. There you go. <coughs> you got one more to go. Oh, wait, you might got two more to go. There you go. Holy shit. That's the stunning glass. Crazy, right? It's the cleanest hit. It is clean as fuck. It's actually awesome to hit. Yeah. It's I insane. Exactly. It's, it's, it's insane, bro. Like they've revolutionized with this shit. It's fucking crazy. That was a really good hit. It doesn't it doesn't burn like you're not like, a fucking mess on this just, bitch, dude. Like <laughs> And it's a lot too. It's a lot of fucking smoke, bro. I was clean. I cleaned my. Like, I, I was doing like little fucking like uh, little snaps. Uh, I, filled, I filled it up with like my fucking keep and shit like that. Got it still nice and milky white. It's fucking nasty. Like it's great for like carving weed and shit. Like, yeah. It was like pure hit. Exactly. Oh yeah. No, I uh. Wait a minute. Gotcha. Take it slow. Take it slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> before you know it, you'll be like, fuck, oh my god. Because I'd be, you know, I'd be smoking on my own, but I only, I got 40, yeah. 50, I get, that last me like a week. Yeah. And I just smoke my bowl, or I'll smoke with Jose, and he's got his bowl, he's got a joint. Really good to hit. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you the last time I had a hit like that. Well, like the that crazy joint, thing is, I figured out, like, it, it's not getting like a bong it gets filtered just once this thing you can keep going the same smoke it's is filtered and filtered by the end of it it's cooled off and it's like been filtered out of all the fucking pop, like the tar you know the burning part of it it's pretty much you're inhaling air I was actually cleaning I was cleaning out the entire thing earlier like you can you can disassemble all of it Really? All of it, yeah. All of it comes apart. Like the frame stays, but the bubbles come off. Everything else can come off of it. And like, um, I was cleaning the inside of it because, like, obviously that's where like all the tar would go through would be in here. Yep. And like, it does a great job of like stopping all that shit. Like, it was, it was. You <coughs> cleaned that? Oh my god. You ever had something like that? Like what? Like this right here? Uh, nothing, nothing like this clean. The stunning is probably the cleanest stunning in the smoke. Cause like I remember when he first brought it over, I hit the bitch, right? And I'm like waiting for the cough, and I'm like, yo, this shit's like really supposed to make you cough. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's some of that heavy shit lava yeah. cake, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to make you cough, but this shit, you know, like is. And I'm a cougher. Same. I embrace coughing. Like I, I want to cough because it makes you higher. Sometimes I bleed though. You know, like have you ever spit blood? No, no I cough. Yeah, Hollywood Well, sometimes I cough so hard, like, uh, like little streaks of blood come out. Oh, yeah. Getting smoked. You've been smoking for how long now? This smoke is since I was eighteen, maybe. About fifteen years. Yeah, but. That, I feel like there's all kinds of, um, I'm not a doctor by any means, I'm just washed up on the scrubs. <laughs> I feel like that's a, that has to be like a, I don't think that's a byproduct of smoking. I don't just smoke cigarettes for the back here and there. In a year I'll probably have four packs. <coughs> I just figured it was that. Uh, sometimes I get into this coffee, coffee pit. <coughs> that like, uh, I can feel like something's like getting hurt. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably in bed, you know, like sometimes I cough so hard that little, it's not even like a lot of blood, 
Mm-hmm. It's like just a streak or two that can make, enough to make me like look at it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, like when you eat chocolate, you know what I'm saying, and you spit, it's kind of like tainted with the... Yeah. shit's gonna attract you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I was such a shock, because, like, I didn't even know what was going on. So, like, I just pissed myself. I was like, what the hell is that? Holy shit. Four years old. Shit. Holy. It's, like, such a good preserver for me. Motherfucker, it feels good. Like, I mean, you don't have to. That's been only, like, one and a half bowl in there. Around. We've all smoked twice. Uh, this might be my second right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they inspired that word. I mean, it's, that's fur work. They inspired yeah, fur work. Yeah. The motherfuckers have alcohol. They're, they're good forever. Oh yeah, that's right. You got other friends in there. Yeah, exactly. I dropped acid for the first time. Wait, for the first time? Yeah. I thought you already had before. How about? Oh yeah, I guess technically I have. Yeah, I forget because that was such a that was such a it's, for, it's forgettable. It was, it was a, a fucked up experience. Was, oh, yeah, a, yeah, because like I couldn't tell us about it. I mean, yeah, you want sure. to I mean, uh, only reason I was a fucked up experience is because I couldn't actually like really uh, enjoy being being on it. And it also didn't hit too. It didn't really hit. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel. I just felt very. It felt like um, ecstasy more than uh, anything else. Um, but it was at Foam Wonderland. Cause Haley got Haley got herself. Yeah, exactly. We went to Film Wonderland, and um, we were actually supposed to work that Saturday. It was on Saturday. We were supposed to work that night, and um, yeah, I was. I dropped it. And I put it in like a Red Bull or whatever, and I was drinking it, and I finished it, and everything. <laughs> and I was just gonna trip and just have a great time and just like enjoy the music and just like fucking dance and whatever. And Haley wasn't into psychedelics at that point. She didn't want to. She wasn't like even. <laughs> She like had put it. She ruled it out of her own mind. Like she was not in it, and I didn't want to tell her because if I told her, she was gonna ruin my trip. Like she was gonna like be overboard, and um, made it through the night for the most part until the very end. And then, I was, and then that's what I told her afterwards. And I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. But it didn't even really drop like that. I just felt ecstasy. I just felt very happy, and I was just like. Light-hearted, just like okay. good energy. So cool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But I feel like this might be a little bit. Uh, this might be a little bit different. Okay. Huh? Shrimps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done shrimps. Okay. Yeah, I've done shrimps. I mean, I got shrimps in my apartment. Right yeah. Now. Okay. That's why. Okay. So there's shrimps you've done. I fucking did. I fucking microdose. I made some mushroom coffee. Uh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. 
Friday? Wednesday. <coughs> yeah, Wednesday. Are you making it? Huh? Uh, so I have a little coffee bean grinder, and I'm putting it in there. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm just grinding it up, putting uh, grinding my beans up, grinding my coffee, and putting my French press. Pour the hot water over it, let it sit for like 15 minutes, then just drink it and it hits. And um, <laughs> I fucking I drank it on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just chilling in my apartment, or whatever. It was like Wednesday morning. They get a knock on the door, and this fucking maintenance coming to fix the things in my apartment after two months. They haven't fixed it. They they fixed shit in my apartment. They haven't fixed shit in my apartment since I moved in, bro. Oh my god, bro. Like you gotta reach out to them. They said like they came over one day and they're like. Uh, we can't fix it. If we fix it, we're going to have to take your fan out because I don't have a light in my room. Oh, right. So I was like, I need uh, to get that light. And he's like, well, we're going to have to take the fan out. I'm like, do you want, they're like, do you want the fan? I'm like, yeah, I guess. You know, so I guess I got to deal with my light. Wait, is it a ceiling fan? Huh? Was it a ceiling fan? Yeah, it's a ceiling fan. You can't just change it? I can't change it or whatever, but I'm not going to change it. Why not? Because it's there. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Can I see it? I'll change it for you. Nah, it's not that. It's, they have to do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, they technically they do that. Yeah, yeah, they do that. That's a contract. That's a fact. That is a fact. You can't go ahead and fuck around with that shit. Even like the walk-in, that's why I have to go around with that one of them. And sure, because I read that shit. And then you can't really, you can't really even drill on the fucking wall. You know what I'm saying? But most everybody fucking does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I asked the fucking maintenance man. I was like, hey, bro, like, because he also lives, he lives, in, yeah, he, well, not in the building, but he lives within the flats. And I was like, hey, bro, can we, like, can we drill in the wall? Like, he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, are there, are there studs? He was like, yeah, they're, I mean, they're structurally sound, so they're studs. Uh, yeah. I went and got a fucking impact drill and drilled my shit in today. Why didn't you just get a fan? Well, they replaced that shit. No, he already has a fan and it doesn't have a light on it. No, I'm saying why didn't you get a plug in fan? Well, they. It's not about that. Oh, they're gonna have to take it away? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were just gonna say they had to take it off to fix whatever they. Well, no, they can come in and replace it. You know? Yeah. Replace it. Cause that's why I like the. But they don't. They, they probably don't have like the combo fan and light thing. It's probably one or the other. True. The thing about it too, they gotta shut off the power for like this whole wing of the apartment building too to change it. So I think that's the thing that they still have to do. Uh, because like, he didn't even check or anything if they had it or not. He just said. You know, but what I'm thinking is because they gotta shut off the power, you know, to the side of the building. Maybe even the whole building. I don't know how the fucking thing runs for it, right? Because I don't have to break the box in my apartment. Yeah, you know what? So, I wonder where that break the box is at. Either way, they've been lazy on my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you motherfuckers. Do they they have a time they shut the gates down there? What gates? to get in the back of the parking back here? No. Well, the parking, I don't know. They no. don't okay. free parking. Okay. No. <laughs> they don't. They don't close it. They don't. No, I, 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 I thought truck. they closed it. Whenever I first started living here, they closed it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, like, you you could only have it if you had, like, a, you only parked there if you had a, a, a parking pass or, like, a, the button, the clicker. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been open since, so at least since I've been here. Yeah, but then again, you know, like the elevator never works, so that's, you know, gotta have some leeway. That's one of my favorite skits of his they just did. The Rick James? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's
can't say that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be like that. I guess that's why he quit, you know, and like went over to Africa for a while, right? <coughs> there was something about, like, uh, you know, they were after censorship. the censorship of what his show, you know, Comedy Central wanted to take over, he didn't want to sell out, or whatever, and so like, uh, uh, I don't know why he went to Africa, and in reality, um, do you happen to know why? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <coughs> he just took a break while he was over there. Because, because uh, uh, in his Netflix special, uh, Sticks and Stones, uh-huh. he talks about he talks about he had a meeting with the Netflix or it was, I don't know if it was Netflix or it was a Comedy Central uh, uh, top dog executive. executive, yeah, and um, they were trying to come after him for using the word. Faggot <coughs> yeah. on on his on his show, and they told him that he couldn't use it. Uh-huh. And then he asked him, "Well, then why is it because why?" Uh, and, 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 yes, why can't I use faggot? And they said, "It's because you're not a faggot." He said, "Well, why can't I use nigger?" He said, "Oh shit!" Like exactly. Uh-huh. He says that in his comedy special. So like that's that's kind of what happened. Um, and then I think that's what made him take a break afterwards was. A break from all of that. Because you know I mean? after um, he was gone, he kind of just dipped out of nowhere because I think it was only three seasons, four seasons, right? It was, yeah. And uh, then uh, all of a sudden, TNP comes out with kind of like the same layout and the same shit. Exactly. They had to find something to replace that, yeah. that, that whole that, market. That was a real big gap. Exactly. He created something that they didn't know, that they didn't even know people that our, I don't know, our generation really resonated with. Still resonating. Exactly. There was a lot of shit you could say in the 90s and early 2000s that you can't say, you can't say anymore. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I know, dude. It happens to me all the time. I'm out here talking, you know, like in a public setting and then, you know, in front of friends, you know, I might have a, you know, a couple of guys that, you know, kind of understand. Hold up, That kind of understand, you know, like I say a lot of crazy fucking shit, right? Yeah. But, like, whenever I'm in a public setting or other places, you know, like sometimes I don't even remember to, like, censor myself because, like, the things that I say sometimes can fuck with people's brains or like, you know, they don't want to hear it because I hear you think in a different way. It might not be the right way, the good way or anything, but it's a different way to kind of like, yeah, some people aren't ready for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes I'm very blunt as well, you know what I'm saying? And it takes people by surprise, you know what I mean? And like, you gotta watch out with that shit. Like, that's the same thing, you know, like this this dude was doing. He was kind of like making people uncomfortable, you know? And that's what it is, make the, the right people uncomfortable and they shut you out. Now they got what's called canceling, you know? I gotta watch that shit, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit, my fault. Sometimes I go off, you know what I mean? And I'm just saying, like, opinions are for everyone. And my, my thoughts, you can say anything you want, right? Yeah. You know, and, like, and uh, without judgment sometimes, right? Because that's what you're trying to do. You know, yeah. Yeah. Judgments and shit, but you gotta watch out everybody tell you, you know what I mean? Just know, if I do say something offensive, I don't know that it's offensive to you because you ain't saying nothing. You know what I mean? Like, but I feel like also, I think, like, all of us know that everybody has a different opinion and we can all respect yeah, each other as well. That's usually how I go into the situation, yeah. right? Like, everybody does have their opinion. And I used to not think that way. Yeah. I used to, like, be like, my opinion is the only one that matters, you know what I mean? But now, like, you know, I got a little older and I'm like, you know what, like, I need to listen to what their side is as well because it's only going to make me a little bit more intelligent. Yeah, yeah. You know? More well-rounded or... Whatever. You realize that most yeah. people as well are the other one. You know, like they, they only want their opinion. You know, because their only opinion is the only one that matters. You know, and then you're like, holy fuck, I thought I was that guy. You know? Just censor yourself for their own good. You know, like, for your own good too. Imagine if everybody thought the same way you did, you know, like, it wouldn't make the world better. You know how many deviant motherfuckers are out there that, like, imagine if they're thinking like this. Higher learning on lower minds, lower vibration entities, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine higher learning on those fuckers. Like, we have a lot of super villains, too, that, you know, that's the DC oh universe, God. that's the Marvel universe right there. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. 
That's how that shit. That's where all that came from. I'm telling you, that whole situation with all the superheroes and all that shit probably came from a thought like that. Well, yeah. Fucking well, 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 yeah, yeah. 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 All of this is based on mythology. What? All of this is based on mythology. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Greek mythology, Norse mythology, uh, superheroes. Pretty dope. I do like the superheroes. I feel like I'm a superhero. Demigod. Yes. What Sometimes I feel like a demigod as well. Because, like, actually, think about it, man. Like, just knowing the things that you do, the way that you think, you know, that kind of brings you super, super average human. You know, like, uh, just the fact that you can think differently, even if you're wrong or right. Yeah. The fact that you think outside the box a little bit is different than everybody else, and that's yeah. like very few and far between. You know, you know, there are people who don't have internal monologues. I mean, yeah, like don't talk to them. Like they don't talk to themselves. They don't have thoughts going on in their head. Wait, you know, what? There are people who don't have, who don't hear voices in their head. Like they aren't mentally challenged. They're not mentally challenged. They are fully capable. <laughs> but you know how you, you know how you talk and yeah, like how you think in your mind. That thing that's always talking yeah. to yourself. I'm constantly. some people that exactly. don't have that. They don't have an inner monologue. <coughs> they don't have an inner monologue. It's like it's uh, strange to think. Do you ever play strange? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I probably Sims? can't stop talking to myself. It's like what comes right. to me all the time. Exactly. You ever play Sims? Yeah. NPCs? Yeah. Non like non playable characters. Yeah. yeah that's playable. what they are. They're NPCs. They don't have an inner monologue. They don't. They're just here filling space. They were there. Those are the kids who. Were awesome in school, went straight through the system, went to college, and now they're doing a job that's on the grid. Those are usually those people who don't have that inner monologue. They don't have to make decisions for themselves because they didn't have to. It was just all set. All they set just went with it. They went with it, exactly. They don't have to, they, like, they're not the, they're, I mean, everybody's a main character in their own story, yeah. but they're not main characters. They're basically here just, just here, exactly. It's like the thing about some of the people that you probably met. They like you just talk to them and you're like, you don't think much. Like you're very simple minded. You're very very simple minded. And like there's nothing wrong. With <coughs> yep. Like, like, there's nothing oh yeah, with beer. Oh with yeah, it. but oh yeah, you know. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I mean. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 there is. There hundred percent is, but like, it's the whole rest of the thing. It's like you it's have this affinity locked into the side of you, and you don't even desire to look into it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, we've said NPC before, but like, I, I didn't really think that's a, that that's based a, off of an actual thing. <coughs> Everything is based off of an actual thing. Well, Remember the conversation about words? Yeah. Yeah. First time I saw something like that was like a movie <laughs> gamer. You ever seen with Gerard Butler? And uh, he's like a prisoner. Yep. And uh, there's people in the outside world that uh, can control these prisoners or whatever, like in an army Call of Duty type of game, right? So Gerard Butler is one of the top dog, top dog or whatever. And this like kid, he's like a he would be like a ninja. You know what I'm saying? Like Fortnite. You know who yeah. ninja is? Uh, like the top dude and his players controller. You know, like he gets to add like chips to him, like put like different gear, and he always comes out winning. And uh, Gerard Butler is a real person. Yeah. Gets control. He wins enough times he gets to get released from prison. But after a while, this motherfucker's winning so much that you know they kinda lock him up, trying to lock him up in the system or whatever, right? And then all of a sudden he's like got his whole situation where he's gonna get out. So little by little he starts planning out, gets gasoline from not even gasoline. What he does is, is like he gets alcohol somehow, like vodka, and he swallows it right before the match, right? And he's like drunk as fuck. Like going through the match, right? And he goes straight to his truck and all of a sudden he just starts throwing up in the gas tank. You know what I'm saying? And he gets the truck going long enough to like be able to get out of this uh, out of, into the non playable zone. Into the real world, yeah, dude. It's, it's pretty intense. But there was uh, NPCs, right? Which was 
lower minor characters. Yeah. Right? Um, they, I don't think they mentioned it as NPCs, but it was like that non-playable character situation, right? And uh, John Leguizamo was one of them, right? And he was uh, like, like a weaker prisoner, you know what I'm saying? But they also had a chance, if they were able to survive one match, right, they could get their freedom. I think it was survive one match. It was something like that or whatever, right? And uh, every, they were just like the side characters, you know? They're always fucking shooting. It was like, if you happen to be able to live, you get out, you know? But then he weren't able to be controlled. They were just non-playable characters that did random shit like cross the street, you know, cross the street kind of thing. You know the guy you robbed in uh, GTA. Yeah. That that kind of player. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time I seen something like that. And then uh, gamer. Free gamer, guy. Yeah. Uh, Free guy was a cool one. Free guy was good. Um, yeah. Free guy was good. That's a new age one. Uh, yeah. Another one that I saw was the Bruce Willie. Bruce Willie, you know, bald head Bruce Willie. Bruce Willis. That yeah. hard Bruce Willie. Yeah. 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 He made one called Surrogate, and it was like. Uh, he was an old dude in the, in the movie, right? But he was able to go into this capsule and uh, send his mind into this controllable robot, robot that was like uh, limited to like this area, I believe, right? This area outside of like the human zone. So like they were able. He was a cop, but a robot, you know? Like he would send it. It's like a like an avatar. Yeah, it's an avatar. He was able to control. You know what I'm saying? Through like in this designated area of things, and then he was able. Like some people would escape into the human world or whatever, right? He caused havoc and shit like that, you know? Like, it's pretty crazy though, like that technology that they're trying to do, it's kind of the same thing as the metaverse. Sort of, you know? Whatever though. That's where it's gonna go. It's gonna be easy becoming more NPCs. NPCs have NPC families. Man, it's crazy to even think about it, dude. Like, we're out here, you know, like, what are the chances that, you know, these playable characters, you but know, sometimes mean, like, got together and found out, you know? But the crazy thing is, is, like, the fucking generations, like, kids now are, I don't know, I think the younger generations are going to be more aware of a lot of shit than we are. You know what I mean? Like They're going to be aware of everything we are and more. And more, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, even with that being the case, like, NPCs, so, like, and it, there are people who you probably went to high school with who are NPCs who are gonna have a kid who is gonna be on some next level shit because that's just where that's just how. What? Yeah, exactly. But their parents probably were NPCs. Jesus. Please. Exactly. I didn't know this was real. Yeah, I've always thought of life as like. I thought they were just simple. There's a reason why. That makes sense because like my, my family, they escaped. You know what I mean? Like, they left their playing area, their <coughs> normal zone, to come to a different one. That takes a lot of fucking, you know, like, willpower, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it does. It takes an outside thought. Yeah, it takes an outside thought. It doesn't, it takes, a, it takes an original thought. It takes, it takes that drive, that, there's that, it's that instinct. It's like, because some people, some people can, are just very simple. Some people are just very simple. They can just you know, like, maybe, maybe we got this looking at, at, at the whole way, you know, maybe a little askew. Maybe. You know how they always say wake, wake up or woke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we're all NPCs to start off with, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's crazy, you know, and then eventually it takes something to open it. I don't know. We you, all you happen have... to know what, what opened it for you? Like, uh, yeah, actually, I think, so, what I feel like, personally, I think we all have a decision that we have to make. We're all presented an opportunity to either break a thought pattern or repeat a thought pattern. Mm -hmm. And those are the moments that allow us to transition into the people that we ultimately can become, or we can just become we the same person that we are. And... When I left Cruise Lines back in 2018, I worked on Cruise Lines for four years. Yeah, like I was, I was comfortable there. Like I saw, uh, I saw an outline where I was going to go working on Cruise Lines. I was going to become a cruise director. The cruise director, they're the person who they're in charge of all the entertainment on ships. So they are, they, they schedule the 
Uh, they, they, they do all the scheduling stuff, all the like organizational stuff, but they're also the face of entertainment on the ship as well. So whenever you are, whenever you're on a cruise, the cruise director is the person who's taking you along the journey. Like they're the one who's like, you go to the show, they're the one who's like hosting it. Like okay. the cruise director is like a well-known person. And that's what I was setting myself up to do while I was on cruise lines. And something told me that I needed to leave cruise lines and move to LA and pursue my own artistry. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And like, but it was crazy because things had also lined up for me to want to make that shift because everything started crumbling down around me before I even was presented the opportunity. Like a thought was, the thought was given to me, uh, I want to say maybe a year before even being on the contract that I was on, that where I actually did leave. Like, so in 2017, a friend who I met in LA on another contract working on Disney Cruise Lines, uh, who I met from LA, I'm sorry. Um, she lives in New York now, actually. She's a super talented singer. Uh, her name is Beta, and Beta told me that she's like, "Yeah, you like you need to move out to LA. Like, you'd be so successful out there. Like, you'd love it out there." And I just like I was like, "Whatever, cool." Pushed it off. Back of my mind, I knew I would be happy in LA. I wouldn't visit it. Like, I wouldn't visit her after the contract was over. It was a group of us, and we had like fucking awesome time. Like, dude, that that trip was crazy. My first trip to LA, like. I vividly remember like so many awesome things happening. Like I remember the first edible, like the first like real edible, like came from a dispensary edible. Like okay. she got this little gummy that was like I think my tolerance was stupid low at the time, but I'm pretty sure it was like maybe like only a hundred milligrams or something like oh, that, uh, or maybe it was a thousand milligrams. I don't know. It was something. Okay, it, was, it was a thousand. That's it was, exactly. If it was a thousand. Maybe it was a yeah. hundred. Either way, either way, whatever. But. I remember eating that and like just being stupid fucking high and just having a great time and like seeing stars and like all types of shit. Like when I say seeing stars, seeing celebrities, whatever. Um, yeah. Um, I literally thought you were seeing stars. I mean, I do see stars everywhere. I do see stars everywhere I go, bro. I look for the stars everywhere I go. That keeps me grounded. But um, ironically enough. But yeah, that first trip to LA was amazing. So I knew that I would be happy there, but I pushed it off to the back of my mind and went back to something that I knew I'd be comfortable with. So when putting myself back into that, everything coming crumbling down around me, I was like, well, fuck, like, maybe this means I actually do need to make a transition. Maybe this means that this is my all signs, all signs are go. And everything literally lined up for me to make my transition out. But like, Dude, like if I would have stayed on cruise lines, I would probably still, when not being on ships, I'd be in Orlando, just getting fucked up every night. Like that's what all my friends were doing. Yeah. Like, it was it was lower. They were lower lower level uh, lower level vibes. I mean, even though I was doing cool things per se, like my vibrations weren't as high as they could be. And I knew I had an opportunity to get myself even higher, but I had to actually put myself in a place to do so. You know what I mean? So I think it was like that was like my. Uh, main character moment, like switching from NPC to main character, you know what I mean? Like going from what other people projected onto me to doing what is my own original thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. Going on my own journey, even though I thought I was going on my own journey the entire time, you know what I mean? So it's like, but yeah, it's like the actual switch. The adventure began. The adventure began. Yeah. Mine was pretty crazy, dude. Like, um, I was uh, I was in a dark spot, you know, like I uh, had moved over here to Indianapolis, you know, with this uh, girl from North Carolina, and one day, you know, she just leaves and uh, like dips out to her ex or whatever. Right? So I was like, fuck, you know, like, how did shit happen to me? <laughs> how did shit happen to me? And then one day, uh, my little sister, she was living in North Carolina at the time, you know, and I was like, I, I didn't work, I, I didn't do anything, and I kind of just locked myself up for a little bit. So well, during this time. I did things, you know, like up in my room and then I had an Xbox for a little time, I had yeah. plants and shit for a little time, you know what I'm saying? And uh, she said, do you, have you ever heard of these things called dumbs? And I'm like, have you looked in the mirror? You know, and I, I don't know, I didn't say that, but it's sounds hilarious, yeah, it's a bullshit. Either way, that shit was hilarious. But she's like, dumbs, yeah, dumbs. And they're like, apparently they're like these deep underground military bases. And I'm like, whatever, you know, like, why would the government have deep under military, right? She said, just look it up. And I was like, okay. 
So like a couple of weeks passed by or whatever, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check this out. So I looked it up, dude. And in reality, there are fucking deep underground military bases. Like the proof is all in the pudding. It's all in the pudding. It's like crazy. It's like, and then from those thoughts, I was like, because uh, I was real straight up. Like I had just come from North Carolina. You know, I'd probably be more uh, far right kind of a person, you know what I mean? Like, I was very conservative. I had just been in Christian school, you know what I mean? I had, you know, like these hardcore, you know, uh, like convictions and thoughts or whatever, you know what I mean? I, I, I smoked weed at the time, but I was still like, you know, like religious. But then all of a sudden, I looked this shit up, dude, and I started doing research, you know, like deep shit, you know, like, I'm not looking at just my side or their side. I got to a point where I was just like, I can't really look at this unless I gotta, I gotta set myself in the middle of neutral. So I start looking at all these fucking things that are just blowing my fucking mind, like, like real things written. You know, like there's no, no fucking non-fiction. This is like not fake shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like you look when you look at it, so many angles. You're just like, there's just one point. Uh, there's something called Occam's Razor, you know, it's like the simplest form is, I believe, like that's the, that's the right greatest, uh, yeah. <coughs> so I put that in my mind, and I'm like, shit, what else have they been lying to me about, right? And then I started fucking looking at my the core values, which were my religion, right? And I started looking at, you know, that uh, Bible, you know, was uh, a written uh, in a fucking weird way, you know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers left out one really important book, you know? Which one was it? The Apocrypha. They left that one. But I, for, I forgot exactly what it was. <coughs> but this book talks about, you know, all kinds of truths that, you know, should be in there. I know what you're talking about. Named after somebody. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Like, where's my fucking phone? I know exactly what you're talking about, and I shouldn't know, but book that was left out. There's so many books that were actually left out. They just put the ones that were convenient and everything, and like different translations. I almost said the book of Eli. It's Denzel. It's Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. That's right. Missing the book from the back. You got the prints on here. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Enoch. Enoch, that's right. The, yeah. the lost Enoch. books of the Bible and the forgotten books of Eden. There's a whole bunch of them. But there's the, lost, the, the book of Enoch, the prophet. You know? And those are like, it has all the wild shit in there. You know, the stuff that you probably couldn't say in church or whatever. You know, like, it, I believe it even talks about like Mary Magdalene, how she was, you know, uh, Jesus' woman for a while or something like that. Yeah, dude, like, uh, and it, it was like, man, I, they only taught me one way. They only, I was wondering why these people, you know, kind of just felt like they were following a crowd. And all of a sudden I was like, boots, you know, like, it was like a pop out because I didn't want to be one of those anymore. Exactly. So I stopped going to church. And it wasn't because I was being a heathen. It's more of like I found my own spiritual way because it was like uh, there was a Bible verse that said, you know, go into your closet and, so, and worship. That's your, you know, like you didn't really need to go to a church to, you know, like your relationship is between you and your God, you know, like whichever God it is, you know, we're still worshiping God. So what makes it all different? You know what I'm saying? That's whenever I started fucking seeing shit, you know, then all of a sudden there's the show that came about. It's called Lost. Oh, I started watching it. I I watched it way back in the day and it didn't resonate with me until I, I started seeing this coexistence shit in uh, everyday life or whatever, right? And that shit was, it just taught me, you know, that there's more to it than just one way, you know? Because I was ready to go to, uh, you know, like, uh, be a preacher. I wanted to be a preacher. I wanted to be a missionary. I wanted to go to a different place. I wanted to go to my country, you know what I mean? And all that shit. And I was like, fuck, man. You know, like, these people really, like, try to breed you into a sheep. You know? Yeah, for real. And, uh, it, it bled from that, my religion, you know, and then it went into, like, my, my daily life, and it was just, like, the really only thing that matters is, you know, your family shit, you know, like, what's right in front of you, and your relationship with the powers that be, you know, like, yeah. And I, like, whenever I started feeling those things, and when I finally started feeling God, I think, you know, because before it was just recited, 
It was just things that you go and do because you have to. But then it was like, I guess the, the, what woke me up was the, the, I guess it was the spirit of God, you know, I guess, you know, like I finally, because I talked this, I preached this, I I talked to people about it, but I find it was just something that I learned to do and go through the motions or whatever. But then finally, you know, like when I realized that everything that I was taught was a lie and that it brings back to the point that, uh, you know, that uh, they're trying to make you feel like you're nothing, you know, but in reality, you know, uh, my, my book, my, my religion even tells me, you know, like made you in his image. And what's his image? A God. You know, so like, <laughs> are we in heaven already? Or we're gods? Yeah. So like, where do gods hang out? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's, I still got a lot to learn. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But at the same time, I know that what I'm doing, you know, fuels the light in my life. You know? 100%. But it was fucking crazy whenever I did switch off. Cause, you know? Like, I was straight and narrow. Like, fucking, I was never even smoke weed, dude. I swear. Like, I was a person that said, I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to be a preacher, and then I'm going to be an engineer, you know, and I'm going to fucking do all this shit, you know. And then I was like, man, I was trying to be, I was trying to be like a professional sheet that way, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm glad I was young, you know, when I, when I woke up. Or, you know, started waking up. Maybe there's just still a whole bunch of waking up to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I still am pretty, pretty young. You know what I mean? But, like, that shit was fucking nuts. I remember those days, you know. And once you learn something, you really can't go back to that. And that's the depressing part. Because I did spend two years in depression after, you know, I realized, you know, like, everything that I went to school for and learned from everybody that I trusted had lied to me. From the food, from everything, from, like... And then I was like, man, there was... there's. This, that's why people people call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever or not. The facts are there, you know. Like some shit, like the tooth fairy, that or I don't know about that. Maybe it's based on something. But that thought right there, yeah. you know, maybe it's based on something real because it yeah. probably was based on something real. If you fucking live in the in the matrix, you don't my have favorite, those thoughts. My favorite, my favorite. Uh, shit, I got. I love this. One. I got this. My favorite quote of the Bible is, "There's nothing new under the sun." Yeah, dude, that's for real. There's like, nothing everything's new been under the sun. Fucking been here, dude. Like, <laughs> so even even the thoughts that we're having, they're all thoughts that somebody's had at some point. Sometimes I have conversations with you some know. motherfuckers, and like, you never thought about that? They're like, no, shit. <laughs> that's, what, that's the beauty of consciousness. It's something you can like. It's like a pool you can dip into. Right? When you I, open I, yourself up to I'm it. I'm constantly doubting myself. Constantly doubting my abilities. Constantly down in my mind, constantly down in my intelligence, you know. But then I get to talk to one of these people, and then it's like, <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, what, what am I so upset about? Yeah. They're lost. You know what I'm saying? They're fucking yeah. lost. I'm over here just I, I, like, that's what it means, you know. I was lost and I was now I'm found. Yeah. You know? It, I was, was lost, but now I'm found. That's what happened whenever I crossed over to individual thought. You know, some people are just like, I don't understand how you can uh, not question what you're told, even just for fun. Yeah. Even exactly. just for fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you left your stove on, man? Oh, no. I got you, got you. Oh, using it up, using it up. Heard that. I'm the hit You're in that moment? This whole time. I know, uh. I know with like Christianity, like, my mom's perception on it, like, really kind of changed everything. Uh-huh. And now, like I explained to you before, kind of felt like just you're, you're either going to heaven or hell if you yeah. do this, or you do this, or. Or that, and it was all just based on like a uh, very conservative opinion too, or her opinion thought into it as well. And then like, um, I a question like, like why is like uh, God and Jesus like a man or like white, uh-huh. like that kind of. Like how, do, how do we know exactly how they look Because like? the winners write history. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
when, the women's when rights history. You know, sometimes that might That's be a good thing, or uh, you know, but it's actually like sometimes a bad thing because we lose. We lose the original thoughts. This motherfucker just do a pull-up like yeah. a, I've never been able to do a pull-up thing on my own pull-up bar. And this motherfucker just hit me. Hey, watch out. The walls might fall down, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> fuck that, you know? God. I remember, like, oh. having, like, a, a fear of, uh, like, at one point, like, having a fear of uh, the direction I was going, like, and also... Uh-huh. Like, mm. I felt like I was going to die really young. I remember laying down um, over at my friend's house, and, like, we all just had been, like, two days in a row just pretty much just kicking back and just not doing much shit and just smoking. And, like, I was, like, 280 at the time. We were just laying there, and I was feeling like absolute shit from just, like, this, how I was taking care of myself. But shit, I was putting my body, and I was, like, trying to sleep and everything, and, like, Just bullshitting with the with a billionaire 
like literally just like they were in London. Uh, um, they were in London and he was just they were just shooting the shit and then he was he was being authentic. He was being himself. He's from Atlanta. There's a rapper from Atlanta. Just bullshit with a billionaire from London. Like two people people from different worlds. You know what I mean? But meeting at the same place, but hanging out, just being able to have that kind of rapport, just like being around, being able to hang out around. Like you are the company you keep. You know what yeah. I mean? Like keeping that surrounding. Exactly. Because that's a big thing about these NFTs that I keep hearing about. Like you know, people are really aren't really uh, per se interested too much in uh, uh, like uh, the the art of it. It's more of like what the art of it gets you access to. Yeah. They keep saying like they have like these release parties or like these, you know like. Uh, these chat rooms and stuff that yeah. you get to be a part of with oh, like, a whole bunch of other people, you know, and it's kind of like a big way to network. Access to what? Uh, access to like a network with rich people, you know, like people that can get you where you want to go. You know, because like when you open up and when you buy these NFTs, it's not just one or two that are being sold. There's like a group of people that are trying to bid for it and they get to all talk on this like forum, I guess. You know, and these people like say, you know, like Steph Curry, you know, could be buying the same thing as the neighbor next door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that neighbor next door knocks on your door and he's like, hey man, come over, let's check this bidding room or whatever. And now you get access to this, you know, forum where Steph Curry is on as well, along with other people that have money or are trying to buy. You know what I'm saying? Huh. It's like an auction room or whatever that you get to be a part of with people with money. You know, like, it's just money, like there's not like actual it's like, cryptocurrency. items involved. They use cryptocurrency, and these NFTs are like drawings or like different types of pictures. It's like artwork. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because even from the beginning of time, the way to move money would be through artwork. So this is a digital form to do it. Because like multi-millionaires can't go through, you know, like an airport with 14 million dollars. So they can you can buy a piece of art that's worth 14 million dollars and transport that as art, and nobody would think. That's what Jay Z was talking about in 444, actually. Really? He's talking a lot about he's talking a lot about shit like that because that's where he is right now. Is like he's learning about all this stuff, so he's giving game to all the people who are listening. He's a billionaire, you know. Like, how do you transport billions of dollars across countries? You really can't unless you have different ways to do it. Like he recently bought the most expensive Rolls Royce. It was a boat Rolls Royce. It was like a 35 million dollar car. You think he bought that to drive that? He bought that so he can ship it collectors. as a collector's car. <laughs> now he's traveling. He's just ship. He probably paid two thousand dollars to ship that bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Millions to ship it. And, <laughs> and now it's you know he's got he can move his thirty million dollars easily. Yeah. He's driving his thirty million dollars. That car not only is not going to depreciate, it's going to appreciate in value. You know what I'm saying? And he can just sell it. Yeah. Sell it. He sell it back to Rolls Royce for more money because now he can put his Jay Z on it. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah. The the high, like the rich lease, they think on a different level, dude. I don't even think that's rich lease. It's just like normal fucking people with enough money. You know, like, how do you fucking move that kind of money? Because $500,000, I don't think I'm staying in the country for long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you move that? You can't really, like, bank it and shit. It depends on the country, but some countries, like, for offshore accounts, like, it takes, like, about $1.5 million to open up an offshore account. Yeah. Unless you live there. Yeah, unless you live there. You live there, yeah. Because uh, I have a cousin that she worked in the Cayman Islands. And she's got this uh, Swiss bank that's actually in the city of the Cayman Islands. And she works in, uh, she lives in Honduras now. So she's got this set up already because she lived in, uh, in the Cayman Islands for like eight years. And she was able to get her residency and all that shit in the islands. And, Got her address, you know, lived there for a while, and actually lived in Honduras with the Swiss bank. No, Swiss bank? A Swiss bank from the Cayman Islands. I shouldn't have been this poor. I'm starting to vibrate really high right now. Is your phone vibrating or are you vibrating? I'm vibrating. Oh, motherfucker. Vibrating. <laughs> are you piecing out, man? Yes, sir. I'm about to get out of here. All right, Chase, exit. Hurry. <laughs> you want to hit this one down before you leave? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down, man, here. You want to sit down for this one? Can you finish your water, dude? You going to throw away all that water? That's Evian, bro. Not tap water. 
I knew it tasted crisp. <laughs> yeah, natural springs, but. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. <coughs> 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 that was an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 